Have you ever wanted to start your very own podcast? Sorry, that's a dumb question. Of course you wanted to start your own podcast. Podcasting's amazing. Head on over to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Use promo code GAMEPINIONS. And then you, that's right, you listening to this right now, you can have a free month of podcast hosting service. And also, if you take that promo code, you can also get a free month of stats so you can keep track of that podcast that you're working so hard on. Blueberry is incredible, and the features are simply amazing. I don't have time to talk about them, though, because I have to start my own show. So after this episode of Game Pinions, make sure you head on over to Blueberry.com, look up what it is all about, use promo code Game Pinions, and get started on an adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to Game Pinions episode 40. I'm your host, Kalman, and today I'm joined by the one, the only, Kim Kim. Hi. And today we're also joined for the very first time by the master of the interwebs himself, Dakota. <laughs> Dakota. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Game Pinions. What's up, everybody? <laughs> oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. A long-time listener, first-time caller here. Yeah. <laughs> Excited to uh, talk about today's topics. Awesome. So we've been talking about having you on the podcast for probably since the podcast existed, I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. It was our dream. Yes. We were trying to <laughs> land Dakota. He was like the big fish in the sea, and we finally did it. I'm hard to come by. Um, you know, it's hard to schedule time for this in my busy schedule, but I'm glad that we could come together and find a way. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. Uh, this is what I've practiced for my whole life. <laughs> this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm glad we can make it work. Well, that's that's that is awesome. All those uh, you know, high school uh, public speaking sessions and with the your agents. projects and uh, disappointing <laughs> our teachers numerous times. So, just a little background on Dakota. Me and him have been friends since, I guess, kindergarten, which would be what, like twenty some years ago. About 21 years, man. Holy you got to figure, I think we've been friends since we were, I mean, four years old at this point. Oh, man, yeah. Um, it's been a while. Definitely my longest time friend. Uh, Calman's going to be the best man at my wedding. Oh. Uh, gaming is is kind of what kept us together, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it has sure. been, yeah. I do your listeners know you live in North Carolina? Yep, they do. So no, we have to edit that now. You just doxed me. You just doxed yourself. Uh, <laughs> it's over. Did I just reveal the secret? <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah. And I was actually going to talk about that, too. Um, yeah, because we live in different states now. And one of the things that I think has kind of kept, I think we still would have had our friendship, but I think something that's kind of helped us along um, has definitely been being able to play the PlayStation and all that. Yeah, I mean, it's hard enough to have a friend that you've known for 20 plus years, um, let alone across states at this point. And playing games still allows us to talk to each other every night. Um you know, verbally, not just through a text message or something along those lines. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially not with, like, you know, busy schedules and all that. No, that calling's not a thing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no one calls anymore. Um, so, Dakota, we have a tradition on Game Pinions. It's the longest-running tradition and probably the only tradition we have. <laughs> and I modeled this after on, like, your first day of school, especially, like, for some reason, like, every college class ever. It's like you have to introduce yourself. 
Um, this is going to kind of like replicate that, which I know is like great, but this is like your one and only time to have the spotlight. So the question that we have for you, and this is, I guess, I don't know if I've ever even asked you this, like in casual conversation, but how did you get into gaming? I recall my first game system that I ever got, and I can tell you the moment that I got into gaming. Uh, it was on my fifth birthday. My first ever system that I received was a Super Nintendo. It was the SNES, actually, I think. Um, the first game, I got one game with it. It was X-Men versus Arcade, I believe was the name of it, and it was a side-scroller X-Men game because I love superheroes. That was my first game. And I actually got a, a game shortly after that, which I'll get to. But that was my first experience with video games, and from the moment I picked that up, I was pretty hooked. Yeah. Um, the Super Nintendo, I, I had for, I think until I got my PS2. That was the only console I had. Um, it was always just, I, I always got into it. Um, I, I Just something about video games just kept my attention, I guess. Yeah. Um, especially when you have games, you know, growing up I liked football. Uh, my second game was Madden. I want to say 95 or 96. It was an oh, older, ver older version, <laughs> but that first console I got uh, on my fifth birthday kind of got me into it. And then <laughs> from there on out, it was an addiction. Um, not like a weird addiction. You know, I did it for fun. That was my hobby. <laughs> I'm not a basement dweller. Um, <laughs> You're like more of like a family room dweller in a way, right? <laughs> yeah, more of a family room dweller. <laughs> Um, and I played a lot of sports games. I played, uh, I, I wouldn't say I played good games when I was a little kid. Not I either. really wouldn't. I mean, if I told you, they, yeah, I think, we, I mean, we've had a few mutual games we played and looking back now, I'm like, Jesus, like this is the quality of game that I thought I liked. <laughs> but that's, that's what got me into it. And then as I got older, obviously I, I formed more of a taste for games. Uh, and I kind of formed a more, uh, Major releases, decent games that are actually worth playing, but uh, it all started with the SNES. That's a good starting point. I mean, I started with the Genesis, which I've talked it probably nauseam about that now. But that's that's pretty awesome. That's a great system to start off with. Just out of curiosity, what was your first game that you played cooperatively with your friends, like online or just split screen, like going over to someone's house? Do you know what game that was? I can tell you exactly what game that is. That game is Sarge's Heroes for the N64. Oh yeah. I remember that. Wow. So here's the unfortunate thing is probably the I'm not good at many things. I'm really not good at anything to be honest with you. The one thing that I could say that I'm actually good at was Sarge's <laughs> Heroes on the N64. Unfortunately, this was before uh esports. <laughs> And uh, this game, unfortunately, did not have the following to go big time, or else I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. I'd be sitting in a mansion <laughs> on a big pile of cash because I'd be the best Sarge's Heroes player ever. But Sarge's Heroes for the N64, kind of a not well-known game. But uh, Kalman would come over, and we would play uh, quite a few times, I think, you played that game with me. Yeah, because I remember we would play in your kitchen on the counter. I think. Yeah, I had like a nine-inch TV. Oh, yeah. there was sat like on the counter? Well, we sat on like high chairs, I think, oh, at the counter. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, it's kind of weird you're sitting on the well, counter. Well, because it was, wasn't like a white TV? It was a white TV. You're 100% right. There was this, it yeah. was my sister's TV originally that we took out of her room so I could play my games downstairs. <laughs> I'm sure that <laughs> she went had to sacrifice well. so that. <laughs> <laughs> so you could put food on the table. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to make it big on Sarge's Heroes. You're going to have to sacrifice this. It's so weird. Like, I don't know. Like, so you played at the countertop then. I used to just plop my little butt on the floor 
and had literally had like a, a TV plugged in and the sensed the system. Yeah, see, I would just take my calculator and just punch like numbers in there. Oh, and be like, this is great. <laughs> that, is, that is awesome, though. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, that that kind of takes me back. Um, thinking about that. Wow. You know, talking about how I got into games, the N64, I think, was the second system I ever had. I inherited it from my cousin, actually. He bought it and then wound up giving it to me shortly after I got my SNES. And I, that game, I mean, we played that quite a bit. There's quite a few games uh, when you would come over we would play. Yeah, I know we, we played that Spider-Man game, um, which I don't know if that's on the Nintendo 64. That might have been a PS2 game. I don't know. So it was, I remember, it's on the PS2, but it was on the N64 as well. Did you by wow. chance have, um, like, any of the original, like, Mario parties? Those were awesome. Those were the best. They lasted for, like, you know three what? hours. I never, I never really got into the early Mario parties. I, I, um, I didn't really have enough people, I think, that could play that, because my family had no interest, except for my dad, but he wasn't going to play, like, a Mario Party. But yeah. did you guys get into that? My that cousin of, uh... had those games, so the only time I could play them was when I was in Tennessee. And then I'd come back, and I'd play my shooter kill, kill death game. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Halo. That, you know, whenever... I, I didn't have very many games to begin with. My thing was always, uh, I rented a lot of games. For some reason, my parents had no problem dropping $50 to rent a game every week. You know, every 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 week, you know, you rent it, you bring it back. But they didn't want to pay full price, actually, for me to have the entire game. <laughs> At Video Stars. <laughs> At Video Stars and West Coast Video. Oh, man. God. That's just crazy. Yeah, my family refused to have to keep going up and getting us games. So, of course, they just bought it and said, fight. <laughs> fight yeah, for man, it. We used to Funny rent story, games, too, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. It, it was. You know, I, there is something unique about that experience, though, that we're never going to get back was, I, I, you know, the wonder of going into those stores and just the world was at your fingertips when you're six years old. Exactly. It was awesome going into a store literally just for video games. And that's going to be like gone. Oh, I know. And it was interesting, too, because back then we had like no I mean, we weren't on the Internet looking up stuff. So everything we saw at the store was usually the first time we'd see it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it like, was Whoa, fresh. There's like a Tasmanian devil game. Like what? It's just like crazy uh, yeah, that's stuff. a very good point. Like, you would see things that uh, you wouldn't see. You wouldn't know what came out from the last time you went there. So the new release section actually meant something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the excitement is like, like I will never have that excitement again. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird. Like thinking back, like because you know seeing like those cartridges like on the shelves, and now it's like nothing like that because they don't exist anymore. Like the stores <laughs> don't even exist anymore. It's just it's crazy. But I remember that very vividly. Um, I don't. I never actually remember buying a game from back then. Like I just. I don't remember going into like a Target or like a Walmart and seeing those games in there. For whatever reason, I just don't have any recollection of that. But yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I yeah. I I don't really have that either. I I remember very vividly renting games. But I mean, if I got a game, it just kind of appeared. Like I don't remember actually getting it. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Magic. That childhood magic. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. Like, you know, we, are, my grandparents, they had a Sega Genesis 2, and sometimes we just take their games. So, I, I mean, they didn't mind. I don't even know why they had a Sega Genesis, honestly. They just kind of had it. So, and then we would get, like, that's where I got NHL from. So, hmm. Hmm. it's just weird. Yeah, no, my parents would walk it in. It'd be coming through the front door. It's like Santa Claus every Look single time. Look what we have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the magic bag. Yeah. What's in the bag? <laughs> and they'd reveal it. 
I got Silent Hill. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we saw it, we were scared. And we we're like, no. It's like <laughs> we're only five years old. <laughs> we're we shouldn't crying be in the room. <laughs> I literally, I saw that screen. I was like, it can't be that <laughs> scary. And I went right back to my room and covered my ears. I was terrified. Oh, God. It was so traumatizing to me. <laughs> like, I didn't even look back at that game until like senior year of high school. <laughs> I was like, wow, I was a baby. <laughs> God, yeah, it's traumatic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome though. Um, cause I, I didn't really know that. I mean, I had kind of like a basic idea of how you kind of started playing games, but I never like actually knew. So that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, from there I've always been kind of a Sony guy. So it just kind of progressed through the years, you know, the PS2, the PS3, the PS4. Um, I, I, a couple years ago kind of got into collecting. So some of the games that I had lost, like I had my N64, but I didn't have any of the games. I went back and kind of rebought through eBay and just various stores. Um, flea markets were always a pretty good store. So just trying to kind of collect some of that. Yeah. I guess childhood. Nostalgia It makes sense because, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Kim actually had that too. She actually got the 64. I got it for her for her birthday one year. Yeah, so now I have the 64 again, and I'm like, woo! And I made him play the NASCAR game that we got in. He was crying. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. There goes There's- the fire. <laughs> someone's gonna lose a tire (laughs) yeah that was great oh god so what would you say dakota is like um the console you primarily play currently currently you will find me on the playstation 4 occasionally on the pc Uh, i'm usually split between those two uh, systems as it is now um you know, limited as you grow up, your your time gets a little bit more limited. So mm-hmm. I have to be a little bit more picky with what games I want to play and buy. So I, I try to stick. I don't want to overwhelm myself here. So usually it's the PC or the PS4 just for convenience and just time's sake. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah, yeah it's, it gets hard to kind of play all these different games that come out. It's like you want to, but you have to be selective because otherwise you're not going to have time to do anything else. The problem is, like, we're such nerds that we end up having, like, all the consoles, which, yeah, it's great, but now you got to decide which one you want your games I know. On. Where are you going to put your money? Yeah. Three accounts, different <laughs> live subscriptions everywhere, <laughs> and you're like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, and it's like, oh, we're adults. <laughs> we have to pay money to survive, too, so it's yeah. not just video games. <laughs> yeah, then it comes to different I love seeing, off. like, trailers for new games. I'm like, oh, that looks like a great yeah. game that I'll never be able to finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You're debating if you can complete it. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, this episode is going to be about, I guess, our top five favorite sports games. Now, this is actually part two, because back in, I guess, last March, I actually had an episode, and in that episode, um, you know, I went over my favorite sports games, and then I said that if, you know, Dakota ever joins me on the podcast, that we would have a part two. So, that was kind of, you know... A plan in the works at least you know in my head <laughs> and almost a year later we get to it but well you know negotiations negotiations can take a while oh yeah so. yeah especially absolutely. with dakota's agent and, and plus <laughs> his schedule and you know obviously his you know caliber it's kind of hard to to nail him down um this will probably be the last time you hear from him because he's his schedule's booked until like 2027 <laughs> so um <laughs> join me while you got me yeah <laughs> so we're gonna have like a 10-hour podcast today um <laughs> so, so yeah. So basically, um, oh sorry, what were you gonna say, Dakota? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to be on this episode because, you know, it's funny, like we were talking about, you kind of have to be picky with what kind of games you want to play and buy at this point because time is so limited. I mean, I would say probably 80% of what I've been playing recently have been sports games just because it's so easy to pick up and play a game and yeah. there's, there's no time commitment. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's why I play them because it's like you can turn it off at any time. It's not like you're, you know, progressing through anything. You're just having fun for a little bit of time and then you're logging off. Yeah, it's not like a quest that you don't know how long this cutscene is going to be or how long the quest is going to take, you know, yeah. and then you feel like you didn't make any progress at all. Yeah, and you, you can, know? like, not play for, like, a month, and it's not like when you boot it back on, it's like, oh, no, like, where did I leave off? Where's the story? <laughs> Where's where the offensive I? line? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there coach quit. No, <laughs> well, that and spoiler culture now, right, too? Like, when a new game comes out, I have to make sure that I mute words on Twitter so I don't get it ruined. I know. I know. And even that doesn't work sometimes. And I always reference the, you know, Force Awakens movie being spoiled on an, an NFL post. <laughs> Funny enough, you had that movie spoiled for you as well. I had that spoiled in a video game. Really? Uh, it was the first Battlefront, if you recall. At the end of the game, um... You would have like the top three players, and it would show your profile picture. Well, uh, somebody <laughs> had the profile picture that just says Han dies. <laughs> oh my! So here God. I am. It was literally the day before I think I saw the movie, and I was playing Star Wars because I was like hyped. I was like, "Yeah, man! Like new Star Wars." <laughs> play the game and i just the, the controller fell out of my hand a single tear rolled down my oh eye oh my I was like, god come on <laughs> you're not safe i'm not safe oh anywhere my god, anymore that's great <laughs> that's well, terrible things are sacred you know like star wars spoilers you just don't you don't spoil oh it's my sacred. god yeah that's... some people don't abide by that though oh that sucks that really sucks that's traumatizing man so <laughs> i'm sorry i'm still thinking about it um, so yeah, so well, with that note. <laughs> yeah, on that note, um, all right, so I'm thinking that we'll start off with, uh, with Kim. Okay. Mine's a short list. So your we can list get through this very, very fast. And some of her games actually might be on your list too. You mean my two. Nice. My so, two games. <laughs> yeah. Your two games. So Kim, what are your two favorite sports games? Okay. I don't like sports very much, but <laughs> I found two games that are literally the only thing, like, I would be willing to play. I mean, like, I could try other things, but I just won't get into it because these have, like, they, they're in my memory bank. So I will never forget about them. But basically, Blitz is definitely going to be one of those. Uh, it's Blitz, the league, I believe, is what <laughs> technically it's called. But I, I always known it as Blitz. And it was a football game that you can actually play as the mascots. And it was a super aggressive, like, huffy puffy people would be like on fire like that's <laughs> it was not it was crazy so you can actually play as the mascots and i mean like you're your player and you could play split screen like you know with like your family and stuff and they could be in a mascot suit and you guys are just running down the field as like a big pony person going for that touchdown and okay listen i don't know the teams all too well but you know you're like the big pony person whatever and you're just running and then here comes the other mascot and they tackle you and it's you just go crazy it was the best thing ever and it was the only football game i was willing to play ever okay how was the old midway blitz it was um I think she means Blitz the League. It's like Blitz the, the League. I think it was on PS3 and In Xbox. It was like 2006, y'all. It was way back. Right. So that was the, it was the Lawrence Taylor game. I think they had him as the, the spokesperson, <laughs> per se, because they didn't have the NFL license. Oh, yeah. They never yeah. got it. 
<laughs> yeah, that guy, I mean, that. you'd have players injecting up on the sidelines with steroids. You know, <laughs> the cool thing that I remember about that game, because I played a lot of Blitz the League, uh, was you could target players. So before the game, uh, you know, you would review tape. It would literally have a tape section, and they would show you the other team's best player. It would also show you his weak point. So, for example, in week two, you might be playing a wide receiver that just came off an ACL, ACL terror. So, of course, what did they instruct you to do was go for his knee. Oh I don't even remember. How it was a violent game. And, and it, it was Mortal it. Kombat-ish once you actually started hurting people because it would zoom in and it would show you the tendon and the flesh, like, snapping. <laughs> oh, it was brutal. That's why I loved it. It oh was my God. epic. That game will always be, like, it was nostalgic. Like, yeah, I never got to play that game, but I just remember people in school talking about it. Um, And, yeah, just, like, the way you describe it. And I was thinking because – because uh, Kim was talking earlier about it, and, you know, she, I think I said, is it NFL Blitz the League? And then I'm thinking, there's no way the NFL would ever <laughs> license something like that. <laughs> that goes against, like, everything that, they, no. <laughs> that they're trying to, like, be against. That is the, I love that game so much. There is somewhere along the line, there was a basketball game, okay? There was a basketball game, and I liked it. And then things took a tragic turn. I don't remember what it was, so I'm not even going to put it on the list. But the other one, so this is my last one. Okay. <laughs> <I have> two. <laughs> Blitz the league, which because I'm not a huge sports fan. But the second one is when you had this cool crib, and it's NFL, and I think it's 2K5. Yep, 2K5. 2K5. Oh, great game. I know, that awesome. was number four on my list. I was like, one day, and I told my older brother this, I was like, I'm going to have a better crib than you, and I'm going to have all the trophies. And he's like, yeah, okay, because <laughs> I didn't even understand what I was doing. So <laughs> <laughs> you have to play the game the way. <laughs> like, I just wanted a really cool house, basically, because, you know, I like to play house a lot. So mm-hmm. that's really the feature of the game. It was. It was, was basically like its own game mode. It was like Crib it Simulator. Was. You could play yeah. Football, um, paper football on the desk, and I think air hockey in the yep. crib as well. And, and that darts. That's all I wanted to and do. Darts, if I recall, Just there was a games. sports trivia section as well. You could play some sto- oh, sports trivia on there too, yeah. Wow. It was legit. And then the sound effects too, I love so much. Like, you know when you would move to the different trophies and it made that, it was so appealing. Like that clicking sound yeah. when it changed the different trophies. Yeah, that game was like so far ahead of its time. It's like you don't you just don't have that much effort put into the new Madden games. Like I still love the new Madden games because I like playing the football, but having all these additional features on top of it, it's like it sucks that no one has taken that and expanded upon it up until this point. You just wait for that new Xbox console. I'm buying all these. When when that new console is reverse compatible, I'm getting the, well, those I still, two games. I still have 2K5. In fact, Dakota, I don't know if 2K5 is going to be on your your list or not, but they actually I'm pretty sure they, there's a, like a group of fans that still update the rosters to this day. Seriously? Yeah, there's there's a following for that game. It's it's pretty cool. Um, I believe that there's mods you can get and and current rosters. I too have that game and believe it or not, popped it in my console probably about six months ago because I was just curious. Um, you know, sometimes you kind of wow. get in the mood to try it, and it's oh, always yeah. on my shelf. I never tuck that game away. Oh my god, we yeah. need a nostalgia party. But that did make the list. Really? Oh my gosh. Okay, so that was Kim's list. So Dakota. It's time for your list. 
this was tough. Um, I selected five games that I'm not going to say are the best sports games ever, but they're a game that made an impact on me. Either I had a ton of fun with friends or individually, or there's just something unique about it. So I guess I'll start off by saying that I don't think that these are necessarily the best sports games, but these are my best sports games. We'll start with number five. Uh, number five is NBA 2K11 on the PS3, which I'm not sure if either of you two have played. I have not. I've played an NBA game, and I loved it, and I don't remember which one it is. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot of NBA old. games not worth playing. This is worth playing. Um, this came out, and it was like touted as like an NBA sim and the big driving point for this game was Michael Jordan. Like, he was on the cover. I think it was the first time he was in an NBA game in a while, too. I think this got, like, I mean, if you look up the reviews now, it's like a 9.5 out of 10. It was very highly rated. Wow. wow. But this game probably has, I'm not going to say it's the best intro, because there's a game called Madden 2000, which might have the best intro of any sports game ever. This is pretty close. So this game starts off. You're Michael Jordan. You're walking out of you know the tunnel. The Bulls music from the Alan Parsons project is playing. It's like 1991. You're in the finals game, and Michael Jordan turns around and says, "Are you ready?" And then walks out to the court. And it was just so neat, like to kind of get you in there. Cool. Just it, epic. It, the biggest driving thing with this game was the the AI played intelligently you couldn't just chuck up threes or slam dunk every time you know the 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 computer would start to catch on and it was a really tough game uh the other big selling factor for this was you could replay michael jordan's career which was really really neat they had uh, michael jordan's situations from different parts of his career so it was it was just a really fun experience that's that sounds neat. awesome, though, because yeah. I'm not sure that what I played actually had that kind of Michael Jordan feature. I mean, I thought he was in the game, but I'm not sure if it was the same one. But I remember changing players was very easy, and the AI was still challenging, and the one I had uh, originally played. Huh. Which yeah, I don't NBA know if that's games it. had a weird period <laughs> where there was um, there really wasn't a ton worth buying. Um, before the technology got to like the ps3 players just were blocky and even like smooth nba gameplay i feel like didn't really exist until like 2k11 then it really started getting good back before yeah. 2k got into vc and microtransactions when they were still you know making quality games mm -hmm. i tried to play a recent one i'm like wow these controls suck Sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, like I never got school. into it <laughs> i feel like basketball games might not be the most approachable sports game just because, I don't know, I feel like there's definitely a, a pretty steep learning curve in terms of, I guess, I don't know, shooting and stuff. Because I just, I had a hard time getting, like when that one was uh, free on PS Plus that one year. The one we played, yeah. Yeah, yeah that together. was, yeah. I think maybe. Uh, it might have been. It was terrible. Yeah, it might have been. I, I wasn't, wasn't good at it at all. No, I hated the controls. They were janky. I was like, this, you could press one thing and then it does one thing. Like, it has two purposes for some reason for one button, and mm. I did not like that. I was like, okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like the old school ones I liked a lot more. At least, like, the way they operated, at least, I was just simple-minded and easygoing. And I... <laughs> I don't know if it's because I suck. You sound like an NBA Jam kind of girl. You just want to dunk. You want 2v2, high, fast-paced action. You want players on fire. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. Mario yes. hoops three on three. I want to play as Bugs Bunny and Lola Bunny, just like <laughs> the movie. 
Space Jam. Space Jam, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But that would be, be my great. number five. So it, it was a great basketball game. I don't buy a ton of basketball games. It's not a series that I keep up with every year. Uh, that was that was definitely worth mentioning, though. Number four okay. is a game on the N64, which, Cameron, I'm not sure if you remember this. We played this a few times, but it was WWF No Mercy on the N64. Probably. I probably do. I knew you were going to put a wrestling game in here. Okay, so here's the thing with this game. Okay, at this time, uh, before this point, wrestling games were basically fighting games with wrestling skins. You know, they were very blocky. You had a health yeah. meter system. So it was basically who can take the other person's health down and win the match, you know, and, and that doesn't necessarily make a good wrestling experience. That and they had some really complicated combos to do finishing moves and even just basic maneuvers like uh, like a body slam. This had a really simple control scheme and the story mode in this game is unbelievable. I don't know how they did this on the N64, but you could pick any wrestler. And, I i mean, the roster was so large. I think they had over 100 wrestlers, and they had a really, Damn. really deep create-a-wrestler system. That's pretty With ambitious. This, though, oh, it was unbelievable. And, and you would play, and depending on if you lost the match or won the match or what decisions you made within the story, it would branch out to a different ending. And it was like that for each wrestler which was really, really neat at that time. I mean, the, replay, the replayability was unbelievable. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. I think I do remember us playing that. I mean, we played quite a few wrestling games, and I think the only time I ever played a wrestling game was probably at your house. I was big into wrestling, right? I, I remember trying to get you into wrestling. I don't think I ever was successful in that endeavor, but I, you know, from, from 2000 to like 2005, I was a big wrestling fan. Man. And I remember playing with this game, game, I think this game similar to ESPN 2K5. This still has a following. You can mod the game, and then you can also there's still people that update this with the current roster and with the create a uh, wrestler system. It's very easy to make the current roster as well. I don't follow wrestling anymore. I don't watch it, but you know back then that that was my game. Yeah, that's interesting that you said that because the whole create a player thing. That died, I think, once we got to the PS3 era. You could create a player in wrestling? Wait, what? You really could? Yeah, well, you could create a wrestler. No way. I played one for like five minutes, and I, I no, I, that was... They, they have <laughs> some downloadable ones in the new 2K. I really can't speak on it because I haven't played a wrestling game in probably 10 years at this point, but... Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of like if you go on Madden, like at the end of the year, you can go to like the community-created rosters... But you'll have, like, some random guy's picture next to, like, a name of a player that they're putting on a roster. So it's like they just took a player and they edited the player. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like a true create a player, I guess, maybe? Yeah, and I think the reason they did that is to prevent situations like 2K from happening or 2K5 from happening. So you're not continuously just, you know, playing the same game with, you know, updated rosters. Because well, then people might not... The argument against buying, you know, Madden every year is it's the same thing, just an updated roster, which is kind of true. I mean, you played Madden's now what? Four? You bought the last four at least, and there are Probably individual five, tweaks think. that make yeah, they, each they game tweak different. it just enough where it throws you off your game, and it's like you have to get used to it. You know, whether it's like they change the way big hits work, or I guess like maybe like the hit box, or there's certain animations that are slightly different. There's like little things like if you change directions too fast, your player will like stop or whatever. It'll get slow. There's just little tiny tweaks here and there that just throw you off for like the first like week or two when you're playing. And then it becomes like the same game. Not that I enjoy it any less, but 
I still enjoy it. It's because, you know, I think part of our enjoyment, I mentioned this in part one, but part of my enjoyment of the sports games is, you know, because I do like the real world counterpart too. So Madden is like a tradition that you get to prepare yourself for the NFL season. That's like my one, my one game that I get annually. So you I don't hit it right on the head, I think, because it's it's so ingrained now in pop culture, too. I mean, for a while now, ESPN and Sports Nation will release, you know, the top five players or the cover athlete. I mean, Madden and just sports games in general are pretty pretty mainstream now. And they have yeah. been for some while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, But definitely. that, to me, is the same thing. That's that's the kickoff to the NFL season is is when you see Madden released, I know the regular season's about three weeks away. I'm, I'm hype. I'm ready. As a big football fan, you know, me and you both are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that means it's it's almost go time. Well, this next game, I know for a fact that you've played, and you've played a lot of it, and I think the 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 next game in the series made your list uh, in your last, your last recap. This is NASCAR Thunder 2004, which I think you had 2005. Um, I did have 2004. I mean, no, I'm sorry. I did have 2005. <laughs> yeah, I think in your list, but I know that we played this one. Um, this one, I, I think I could be wrong. But I know that this was, I think, the first NASCAR game that included the rivalry and, like, ally system. You remember how, like, you could, you know, if you bumped or you played aggressively, you know, that car might try to wipe you later in the race or if you came up close to them? Yeah, like the share draft option. Then you also had, like, the intimidation option, which would make, like, the car in front of you, like, swerve. Yeah, it was based off, like, R2 and L2, I think, depending on what you wanted to do. Um, I mean, that and the fact that around that time, you know, NASCAR was pretty big. I think we were discussing this the other day, uh, how many drivers were known and how that was kind of like oh, one yeah. of the best times for NASCAR. I mean, that was a deep roster of drivers. Um, yeah. I remember the career mode for that, too, was pretty cool because uh, you could hire your own, you know, your, your, your staff, your garage. You know, you could sign sponsors. I think it was pretty basic. Like, I think, as you mentioned in the last podcast, I think 2005 really took that and ran with it a little bit more. Oh, definitely. But it, yeah. It was it was there. It kind of set the baseline. The other thing I remember about this game too was did you guys ever play any NASCAR games on like the PS1? Not the PS1. The only NASCAR I ever played was literally on, <laughs> on the Nintendo, Nintendo 64 and I played a weird yeah. one on the PC. The P- so yeah. this, so no this PS1. was the, one of the first ones I remember. It wasn't the first game to have like 43 drivers, but it was one of the first games where the drivers kind of like drove intelligently. Like the one thing I remember from this game that I think really got me hooked on it was races felt like races. You know, they didn't drive in one single line. You would have cars that would like stay tight or they wouldn't go too far ahead so you could get past. It just kind of made for yeah. a better experience, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there was ones where – uh, I, th- I think of the uh, I think it was from uh, Papyrus, and it was just called NASCAR Racing. It was like a racing sim, and there was a whole bunch of things wrong with that game. Uh, like Martinsville, you could not start the race because all the cars would crash before you'd start. <laughs> like it just got stuck. They'd all get stuck in the turn. <laughs> so really bad programming. I don't know how that made it through. Um, but then you also have, uh, I guess, you know, certain situations where you would try to. Um, I guess try to like crash like the field and it was so easy 
because they made no effort to get out of your way. <laughs> yeah, they they drove in like a straight line, no matter what happened in the yeah, race. Yeah, they just they're programmed. They wouldn't abandon, yep. abandon it. And this was like one of the first ones where that wasn't the case. They would race intelligently, and the the built-in rivals were pretty good too. You remember how like when you loaded up a race, like Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart were like automatically rivals, yep. uh, where yep. you had like. Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson were automatically allies. You know, you had this, the team racing. It really made teams matter, too, which was neat. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool because I guess teammates, they would have, like, their green rating all the way maxed because there was, like, degrees in, like, rivalries and, like, you know, allies. So you could have, like, a light red where they'd still race you pretty aggressively. Like, they try to block you and stuff. But when it was max red, they would just hit the crap out of you. Like, they would completely take themselves out of the race as long as it means that they're going to slam into you. They had no regard for your life or theirs at that point. And it was um, – Oh, yeah, they didn't care. I, You know, me and Cameron would play there. this game co-op, and it would be so funny because by the end of the race, you know, I think it would give you a summary of if you had an ally or a rival. And, you know, we would have, like, four drivers that were all completely red just from wrecking them the entire race. Oh, yeah. That is crazy because, like I- – I- when we were playing the Nintendo 64 NASCAR, the one that I was I was playing, I mean, they didn't really think. You know, they're just driving. Yeah, they're, you know? they're not smart. I wish I was there to see that change. Like, you get to see them, like, actually try to, I don't know, try to be competitive, you know? Well, and that was what the cool thing was with the season mm-hmm. mode, too, was because you had to kind of think, okay, if I wreck this guy here, if you're close in the point standings or, you know, you really need to win that next race, if you wreck him here, he might wreck you the next race. So you, you kind of had to think oh, about it. Oh, yeah, it gets harder to do it. It does, especially when you have five, six, seven, eight cars that are all deep red. You, you had to play with some respect for your other racers. Yeah, because if not and they wreck you, it really wasn't difficult to, like, blow your engine in that game. No, it wasn't. Yeah, they they you know, I think part of that too was trying to go for a more realistic ex- well, not realistic because cars don't just blow up, but they wanted you to play <laughs> it like a racing game whereas previous models you were just kind of bumping and there was really no recourse for taking somebody out. Yeah, that's yeah. true. The way I played NASCAR was terrible. I was what kind of driver were you? Were you a safe driver cuz I would go straight into walls. <laughs> I was uh, I I was somewhere in the middle. I was easily triggered. I mean, I would try to be the good guy, but by the end of the race, I mean, everybody won in my head. Yeah. Cal's the nitpicker. I remember trying to play with my cousin, and it was the worst because his idea of, of fun in those games was just driving backwards. So every time we would play, and I'd be like, can we just play one race? And yes, he would just that drive was backwards. my little brother. So playing like with Calman, <laughs> who was actually trying to race intelligently and play the game was always fun. Well, yeah, because we kind of did it so... I think we would set it up so you have to at least make one pit stop throughout the race. So it introduces, like, strategy. It's like, okay, so am I going to pit early or am I going to pit later? And I think we'd play with cautions, too, which could – they could screw you up depending on where you are at the track. Because if you're in the pits, caution comes out, you're a lap down. You have to somehow try to find your way back up, which wasn't always easy. Yeah, the one thing I missed the most, and it's not on the list, but it was the Gran Turismo and the PS3, the racing experience oh that my had for NASCAR when they had the license. That was fantastic. Yeah, it was. Because we, we actually, when me and Dakota played that game, we actually set up our cars. So I think I think you set up yours where your car was kind of better. Because at Daytona, you have the whole drafting system. Bump drafting was a thing. So I think your car was kind of set up more to be a car to receive like the bump draft or I think mine was kind of more set up to be like the pushing car 
yeah, we would play it as like a team, which was cool because you'd go into the lobby, and when you were in the lobby, there was other racers, and it was like the same people every night, which was cool too. So you'd be racing the same people every single night because there wasn't a big audience for that game. Yeah, people took that very seriously. That's crazy. And we, I mean, that game, Gran Turismo, that was definitely more of a game that you're supposed to have a steering wheel for. Oh, absolutely. Because it just, absolutely, it doesn't control quite right with a controller. But I have to say, for everything considered, I feel like we played considerably better than the other controller people. Like, we kind of stayed in, like, a straight line for most we of the time. We stayed in a straight line. It was always hard to take those wide outside uh, lines, but, you know, we did what we could with what we had. Yeah, that was that was so much fun. It sucks that we'll probably never see something like that again because I just felt like that was the most realistic, like, Daytona felt. Like, the one problem I had with, um, with like, the you know, NASCAR Chase for the Cup is that those restrictor play tracks, for whatever reason, it was super difficult to have your car perform well on those like restrictor plate tracks. For whatever reason, you just keep falling back. Yeah. So I wasn't really sure how to do that. Yeah, that, I, you know, I didn't play that game. I don't think so. I don't know, uh, but I, I I know what you're describing. Gran Turismo just did it so well. Like I, I it, it did. You can't really expect anything else from a racing sim game. They're gonna nail it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that was that was a ton of fun, and I think they only had what two tracks from NASCAR. They had Daytona. They had uh, did they have Bristol or Martinsville? I know they had a short track, or they had Indy. Oh, you're right. I think they, had they the did. Indy they had Bristol. Yeah, they had. Yeah, they had those. I always said that I wish they would have had Talladega because that would. Oh been my god! If they had fun. Talladega, would have been insane. And then I mean, I think you could. Could you take the NASCARs onto like road tracks? I can't remember. We never raced them, but I, you might have had yeah, that possibility. You could. Yeah, you definitely can. Yeah, you can go through the different road courses. It's just not the same to me, though. Like, there's something about, like, racing at Daytona, and it's it's kind of like a wild card. Like, if you plan your moves right, like, you can pretty much plan out that entire race. It was like a chess match. It really have. was. You know, just because you're in, in first doesn't mean that's where you necessarily want to be in that part of the race. Oh, yeah, especially with catch-up on, people just zoom by. It was it. an like, addi- no addicting experience. I, I do miss that game. Yeah, and it's like if you made it past the first lap, you were okay because the first lap is where everyone like kind of goes crazy and people will crash. But if you make it past that, you're good. You probably won't have any issues. But that was incredibly fun. Yeah, I, I was going to make a like an honorable mention list, and Gran Turismo would have been on there, but I knew I would get it in when we spoke about the NASCAR 2004. So yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I was actually gonna have uh, like a kind of like a honorable mention thing again too and that was actually one of them that i i felt like i missed last time so it's very interesting you brought that up well i'll jump in the next game is similar to kim so kim you said blitz the league uh i had nfl blitz 2000 on the n64 a lot of n64 games on here but this game was you can still find this in arcades it's probably the most well-known nfl arcade game i would say have you guys played this one i have not so NFL Blitz was, you know, it's 7-on-7, seven seven, it's arcade and this is another game that there's just no way this gets the NFL license today. This was by Midway, which was <laughs> the same team that did NBA Jam. So it's basically NBA Jam in NFL form. It's very arcade There's really no strategy to it. It's a it's basically one-button control. If you're on defense, you, you just try to kill whoever has the ball. You're trying to kill the quarterback. If the quarterback throws it, you try to kill whoever you threw it to. There's no run plays. If you're on offense, you're just trying not to get killed. 
you know, it's it's first and 30 every drive. There's no first and 10. You can oh hit God. people out of bounds. You can hit people inbounds. And then you can also drop a leg on them after it as well. And I remember the announcer is just so memorable. If you hear it, it just will take you right back there to the, the, the 90s, like, cartoonish arcade games. But uh, I played this game a lot. And I actually still had this. This was one of the games I rebought on the N64. It still holds up. Sometimes when you go back and play games, you kind of look at it with, like, nostalgia goggles because it was fun then and it's aged. I feel like this type of game doesn't really age. And anybody that's played NFL Blitz 2000, I think we'll kind of understand. But this came in at number two for me, which was kind of high. I I was really surprised. But when I was thinking, I was like, yeah, this this game I still play. Like, if I have friends over, we'll load it up and play some games. That's awesome. Throwback. Yeah, a lot of yeah, throwbacks, awesome. a lot of N64. Um, this will be number one here. So, number one, this might be a bit of a cop-out. You guys tell me. I went with a football games in 2005. So, that includes... Wait, you went with Oh, what? you mean like in general? That includes ESPN, 2K5, and Madden 2005. Ooh. I can understand that. What about that. NCAA? NCAA 05 was actually really good as well. I, it was just a good time to be a football fan. This is really when I think the football Madden games started to become – they set kind of the baseline for what they are today, and I think actually set the bar too high because there's so many features that uh, they had that the new ones don't have. Which is really sad. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that's exactly what my point is now. Like, I look at football games, I'm like, you ain't got no crib. You ain't got anything I'm interested in. Yeah, there's like, nothing. There's no award system for you winning, basically, your games. There's no way you can go and show your friends and be like, look what I got. You know, there's, you got achievements, you know, on your console, and that's about it. And the fun of playing the game, but there's not that little extra, like, you know, like a little oomph to it. You yeah. Know? How, how obnoxious is it that you could be navigating the menu and you would get a call from, like, Jamie Kennedy or Carmen Electra, I think it was, <laughs> yeah, asking right, you yeah. to play their VIP squad? They say, hey, coach, up for a game? And they yeah. have this God squad. It was absolutely bizarre and obnoxious. And they would but trash I you it. the whole time. They'd, like, trash talk you while you're playing. They would. And, you know, ESPN 2K5 obviously had the 2K license. Or, I'm sorry, the ESPN license. So you had Chris Berman. You had, I think, Trey Wingo was in there for certain parts of it. You had the pregame show. You had the halftime show. You had the postgame show. You didn't skip any of that. You watched all of it. Yeah, because it was interesting. Like, even, like, Chris Berman, like, he's. I remember him saying – and it was intercepted by Lido Shuffle Shepherd. The Eagles, he would like, you know, he had like certain <laughs> words that he'd say. Yeah, We're excited for emphasis. this matchup for the Eagles against the Cowboys. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. And it was so good for the time. It was just so good. I mean, you had the post game, you had the player of the game where they would interview interview you and they actually had audio, even though the audio was awful. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you have, like, Brett Favre. He's just like, yeah, man, we did a thing out there, dog. It's like, Brett Favre wouldn't yeah. say that. It never changed. It never changed. I mean, that was the one part of the game they had, like, the, they went over budget. They were like, hey, guys, we got to cut something. And it was like, okay, we're going to cut the post-game audio. But a, a fair compromise for everything else we got in that game. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's, like, looking back at, like, all the different features that those games had, it's really upsetting that, you know, even, like, having, like, a career mode, like, especially I'm, I'm looking at like the NCAA games, like how good like campus legend mode was and how good, um, you know, just like the, the career experience was you get like emails and you had to do like tests and stuff. We don't have any of that now. It's like, there's nothing. Just, yeah. It's like, Hey, let's just have our game. 
slap a whole bunch of microtransactions in here. We'll throw a little story mode in there about, you know, some random guy. And we're good. It, it just kind of sucks. Like, we don't have, like, that career mode anymore. There's nothing really for, like, you know, the Madden player that likes to have, like, a single-player career experience. Yeah, it doesn't exist. And I remember you talking about during your last podcast with the sports game top five, how you could you could take your player from college to the NFL and how yeah, cool that was. That was cool. Uh, and then, you know, with the NFL, when they launched superstar mode, I can't remember. I think it was in 2006 was when they launched their superstar mode. But you could choose your parent. And depending on your parents metrics, determine the type of player you were. It yeah. was, I mean, that's unbelievable. There's nothing even close to that now in the game, and I don't understand. Yeah, Yeah, the creativity, really like, what's happening with the lack of creativity at this point? Everything's becoming very bland, like, very generic. Mm -hmm. Like, the bare bones, and they feel like they don't have to really compete. And I feel like that might be probably, you know, the problem. They know people are going to buy it, so they're just yeah, going to give you basic formula stuff, you know? And it's kind of like... I think that's why sports games have like a negative um, like connotation with it. Like, you know, they, they're looked upon kind of not like a like a top game. You know what I mean? It's not looked at like a real game per se. Yeah, mm -hmm. because uh, gameplay wise, it is. I mean, if you I played at ESPN 2K5 not too long ago. And I mean, the gameplay is aged. It was fantastic for the time, but it's definitely aged. Madden now is just it's above it's infinitely above the gameplay that they had back then, but it's missing everything else that made that fun. The yeah. presentation, yeah. the, you know, the interviews. Madden 2005, you know, the reason why I had to include that, that was the first year they included Hit Stick, which then led to Superstar, uh, Superstar Stick the next year. You know, Hit Stick was when you could actually start hitting with the analog stick. It was only a defensive feature, but then in 2006 they added it on offense so you can juke. And that's still remaining today, obviously, on both sides. But, you know, when I talk about the game kind of setting the baseline for what it is now, I feel like that's that was the year that Madden really started to become Madden. But, boy, ESPN, could you imagine? I mean, that game was so good that it, it scared EA enough to buy, have to buy the NFL license. That's how good that game was. Oh, I know. Yeah. And after they bought the license, they'd have no more competition. So it's like there was right, none, and it, it gradually went downhill. I mean, I would say that it started really going downhill, like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That's when you really started to see features starting to get stripped and not a whole ton added. Yeah, yeah. The other cool thing with Matt in that year too was uh, they had Tony Bruno, which was like uh, they had their own in-game radio show. I'm not sure if you recall that or not. I actually didn't play that year. Yeah, so it was really cool. So you had Tony Bruno, actual uh, radio host. He was here in Philadelphia a few years ago, and he's I think he's from Philadelphia. I know he's an Eagles fan. Uh, but he had his own in-game radio show that you could listen to during franchise, and he would talk about rumors and things like that in the NFL, uh, about your franchise, and That's about the cool. NFL in real life. It, it was unbelievable. So what a great year to be a football fan if you also like football video games. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. You know, I really wouldn't mind giving it a try more if they just tried a little bit like extra. Like if I know I'm not just going to play a bunch of games, if there was something a little bit more saucy, I don't know. I, I think I'd be more what, into what it. What is more sassy than create a fan mode, which also was in Madden in 2005 and is no longer. Yeah, you could yeah. create that was a, a fan. Good year. And it was it was really cool because you like, would see them in the stands. Yeah, like why why phase out these features? Like why not keep them? 
It doesn't make any sense. And it's not even big like, features. Like, create a fan. How much? How many resources does that really take? I mean, I'm not going to lie and sit here and act like I know what it takes to build a video game, but, I mean, that was done in 2005. Why can't it be done yeah. now? It's yeah. not like it's... see fans now. They're just blurry people. They're just blurry people. Yeah, they're just... It's not like you need a lot, you know. They were blurry then, but you, you would have a few of them that were real, actual models with less hardware, yeah. so... I mean, that's like what I, I was telling, I think, uh, Kim on a couple episodes ago. Like, the MLB The Show fans, if you look at, like, the little kids, it's literally just the adult shrunk down. They have the same face and features. <laughs> it's so like, creepy. It's what like, what is wrong with these people? Just making the font smaller. Okay, we're going to move it yeah. from 18 to 9. Let's see how this yeah. looks. <laughs> and it's a kid. We stole these like, There's, like, a kid with, like, a beard in, like, the crowd. It's like, what? I mean, what are kids if thing? not just shrunken down adults, really, though? That that is true. They could they could be like Benjamin Button. <laughs> they're starting off old and then they're gradually oh going to get younger. Oh, isn't that how it worked? I don't really know. I never saw that movie. Like even little small things, like I mean, making your own custom team slash mascot, like have like animals you can select and emblems. Yeah, you know, like, that's a well, you know, I didn't mention it, but you mentioned earlier a fun feature of a game where you could play as mascots. NCAA had that feature yeah. for quite a while. Yeah, you could play as the team's mascots. See? Yep, out of the orange, just running all over the place. <laughs> that should be a thing, and you know, pay respects to the, to the mascot, in my opinion. I always yeah. felt cheated. Next, because, next, they need to do you cheerleaders. Know, I'm a fan of Notre Dame, and their <laughs> mascot is just uh, an Irish guy. So when I'm going up against a bear, it's really not that fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know how much fun it would be if, like, during the halftime and the cheerleaders dance, and you actually get to play as you know cheerleader team against cheerleader team <laughs> you're just hitting button combination and you fail or whatever and your crowd boos you for the rest of the game or something oh my god that would be hilarious they i would buy it i would buy it 100 percent. yeah that would god, be fun that would be <laughs> you missed your pom-pom catch <laughs> and the crowd boo you stink <laughs> that would be great god i don't I'm know if i could a... take that harsh of criticism though i know right <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, Dakota. I'm a little bit disappointed that you didn't mention your your true favorite sports game. My true favorite sports game. Yeah. And I think I, I, mean, I had quite a few honorable mentions, but yeah, if but I left I something out. You definitely left something out. Your favorite sports game of all time was clearly Madden 2007 on the Nintendo DS. Oh my god, I'm mad that you even <laughs> brought that up. I thought that I was able to forget about that game, like I burned it out of my memory, but now here we are discussing it in 2020. So, funny story about this, I got a DS solely from Kalman. I think we were at my sister's basketball game, and Kalman brought his DS, and I was like, ooh, I want that. And I got one. And uh, I, I didn't know much about it, so I kind of let Kalman just tell me what games to buy, and the one game he convinced me to buy was Madden 2007 on the Nintendo DS, which to this day is the... Thank God that I didn't buy it. I feel bad for my parents that they spent their hard-earned money on that piece of junk. Um, it was so bad. The players... I don't know if you guys know the scene from Toy Story when like they're in the backyard and Sid's like getting attacked by all the toys. But when that one little figurine with like the nail on his head stands up from the mud and it's dripping down, <laughs> that posture is what all the players look like in that game. Every player model was the exact same. They were, and they all wore fingerless gloves for some reason. I don't know why the developers felt the need to put that in. Um, it was ungodly bad. And I remember, I think the juke move was incredibly overpowered. Am I it remembering was, that right? Yeah, yeah you're, you're correct. And the spin move sucked, and it made it look like your player was having some some issues. 
the juke move not is fun. ridiculous. I, I really don't know if I ever finished the game, like because I would pick it up and you know maybe start an exhibition or try to start a franchise, you know, because it was cool the DS around that time before cell phones, you know, laying in bed playing, yeah. and it just made me depressed. It it didn't it did not work. Like I, I don't know if you remember the catch animations. They would put their hands at their hip and and they'd put their hands like uh, like. I guess they're cupping their hands near their hip and they would kind of like leap a little bit. But if the ball's over their head, their hands are not going up to grab that ball. (laughs) So passing in that game was virtually impossible. Well, and didn't you have to use the stylus too? I think you had to use the stylus for kicking and they never really explain how to properly do it. So you just kind of tap and like a white X comes up and then you tap again and a red X comes up and then you have to draw a line. Oh my god, I and do hope remember it that. In. Yeah, they 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 never explain that. You would think a game yeah. with with such intricated controls as that was. The controls were bad off the get go. I mean, oh, but it, yeah. it was there was no explanation. They probably figured that nobody's gonna buy this, so they're not gonna waste their time explaining how to play it. God, that that was unreal. Like the fact that that existed, and it's like so we had Madden on the DS, but we don't have Madden on the Switch. Okay, like <laughs> yeah, that's what? a very very good point. They. You know, this would actually be a great topic. Maybe the top five worst sports games of all time. Oh, I know. Definitely. <gasps> yes! Yeah, we're definitely going to do that. Yes! Because there is quite a few. And, you know, another honorable mention I'm surprised you didn't mention either is, uh, well, I guess you didn't really, I didn't give you a chance to really mention it. Yeah, I was mentions. like, what chance did he have to list his It's mates? like, how dare you, Dakota? How dare you not <laughs> say your things before I could I could criticize you on them? But Mario Strikers, I know it's not a traditional sports game. Yeah, but okay, buddy. Mario Strikers is phenomenal. Like, that Strikers is one of the most was competitive. a great game, man. You know, the fact that we don't have one today is just not right. I mean, it's that, that game would sell so bad. Or, I'm sorry, would sell so fast, <laughs> rather. It would not sell so bad. Oh, that game would sell terrible. Why they sell awfully. <laughs> Please don't do this, Nintendo. No, it would sell so fast. I mean, that, that was a great game on the Wii. I enjoyed it. I never had a Wii, so I only ever got to play it if I went over to Calman's house. Or, like, we had mutual friends that we would play it with, and we'd run, like, little mini tournaments. But... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Calvin, yeah, uh, you know the master that was of. Game. <laughs> <laughs> there oh were uh, there were some hurt feelings in that. Game. <laughs> <laughs> there were some hurt feelings. You know, Calvin. Calvin loves uh, finding. You know, the games that he plays, he loves finding ways to like score every time or like you know whatever cheap way it is to get a goal so i remember always playing him and just <laughs> understanding i have no chance of winning because i forget the character you had but you had a character where you would just kind of roll it into the net and he would take the ball with him <laughs> yeah it's toad if you time it right you can press his like i guess his like juke button or evasive maneuver button and he'd actually do a flip so the goalie would kind of lunge at him and he'd flip over the goalie and he could just walk right into the net all in all, you know, another game that I'll bring up, and I know that it was your number one, NHL 96, which yep. uh, Kalman would show no mercy every time <laughs> I came over and played this game. And, and that's the other game where, you know, back then before the Internet, you don't really know tips or tricks. But I guess he found a way to score basically every time. But he never told me that until like years <laughs> later that he knew how to score every time. <laughs> I would go home not understanding what I did right. Like, I would watch tape and just contemplate the decisions I made. And, you know, games would just be, it'd be like 30 to nothing. And then he would tell me years later, oh, yeah, like, I knew a way to score every time. I mean, I played that game so much. Like, because I didn't, because that was like in the PS2 era at that point. And that was the only system I had. 
So I'd come home from school, you know, you guys be playing like, you know, GTA, like San Andreas and stuff. I'd be there playing NHL 96 and just mastering it. So is this your Sarge's Heroes? Is this yours? I think so. I mean, I'm probably not good at it anymore, but back then, oh yeah. I mean, I was, I could play that game blindfolded back then. It was easy. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm pretty sure I've rolled the score over. I think I got past 99. I think it just rolled over back to <laughs> it's one. It's Y2K in the game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it was. I, I think those old games had a certain charm with that, that you could abuse You know, the, the, the principles of the game. They weren't that uh, sophisticated. I mean, you can abuse games now, but even back then, there wasn't really def- like a defense for that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good times, good memories, but that's another oh, yeah. great one. I know made your list, so... Yeah. yeah, but Strikers, I, I had a few memorable games that I, I didn't mention, but, you know, like Rocket League made the list, which I know oh, yeah, made yours as well. Oh, yeah, that's a sports game. That's yeah. a sports game in my eyes. Um, I think so, you know, too. The, I don't know, Kim or Kama, did you guys ever play the Fight Night games? I did not. I'm, no. I thought you were going to mention one of those, too, actually. I, I really wanted to. I bought a Fight Night. Um, you, you, we got into Rocky for a while with the movies, and that's kind of what inspired us was to – you know i wanted to play the boxing games and they had the rocky video games that were based off the movies but they weren't anything like the fight night games they were so good and same thing thinking about we don't have a fight night game now i've heard rumors that they're thinking about coming out with another one or something might be in the works but i think the studio that made them i know they were based out of canada i think they shut that division down uh but the fight night games were awesome they were, I, I'm not even a big boxing fan. Like I don't follow boxing, but that was a game really you could pick up and play. You you know Muhammad Ali, you know Joe Frazier. Yeah. They had a great selection of boxers. Mike Tyson, and uh, this, is Mike Tyson. <laughs> this <is> Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Those that you know the cool thing with that game, they included the punching to be with the analog sticks for a while. It was always with the buttons, and then they started they transitioned to the analog sticks. So. That was kind of the big selling point for Fight Night, like, uh, you know, control-wise. Hey, Dakota. Yeah. Have you ever played, like, a a, a volleyball? I haven't. I think I tried a volleyball game, which those are kind of, like, sports-like. You know, I'm not sure how competitive they really ever were, but I tried one, and honestly, the only thing I saw was, like, a bunch of jumping women in bathing suits, to be honest with you. I think you're talking (laughs) about Dead or Alive. (laughs) Yeah, this is Dead or Alive. You're describing Dead or Alive. They don't play that for the volleyball. That's, like, softcore porn. It's like, hey, we have a, a photo mode. Oh, uh, what a bizarre game. I know. You would think yeah, I was never allowed to have be, that game. You know. No. I, I was never allowed. I wouldn't even ask for it. Like, that's not something. I couldn't play that in front of my parents. <laughs> no. I used to have to shut the door when that would come up on, like, uh, when it would come up on, like, X-Play back in the day. Oh, I you remember know, I that. shut my door. Yeah, X-Play. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember that. And I don't know any good golfing ones either. Because, I mean, there are other sports, but I just haven't played any of those kind of different categories, per se. Well, and, I'm surprised that no one's mentioned Wii Sports. Okay, no. That is not. Wii Sports is a great one. I know, but yeah. bowling, though. One. Everyone loved the bowling. Bowling was a lot of fun. The baseball is pretty fun, too. Yeah. You know, I think if we're thinking, you know, top five sports games of all time, I know we kind of pick games that were like our top five, but if you were to pick a top five, that might be in it. I mean, everybody got it right off the bat. I know, so, I yeah. mean, more people played that than probably any other one, right? Yeah, I think so. Very I mean, interactive. That was a lot of what people just played for their Wii. Like the Wii attach rate for like its core games, very bad compared to, you know, the Wii Sport. Because, I mean, it came packaged in and that's, pretty much you know a Wii sports machine for the majority of the owners 
And that was a lot of fun for like the whole family because it wasn't anything too complicated, honestly. So, I mean, like you're, you could get the family around the Wii and then you guys yeah. can play bowling, which is what we did instead of going to like a bowling alley and having to, you know, wait around. and. Yeah, like when my dad was on the night shift, I'd come home. This was shortly after I got my Wii and he'd be upstairs playing baseball. See? See? Yeah, that, that, that game appealed to people that didn't play games. Yeah. It had an appeal. Yeah. Family friendly, you know? Mm-hmm. And as simple as they were, they had a lot of depth to them. Like, like you know, the, the, the golf game, I remember in particular. I mean, you, you could put spin on the ball depending on how you hit it, depending on how you held the, 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 um, the Wii controller. Yeah. Oh, I love the golf one, too. The golf and the bowling, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I hated the tennis one. And then Wii Sports Resort, they bad. added sword fighting, which was really cool. They added sword fighting? Yeah, and it had the Motion Plus, And it also had um, disc golf. Really? Yep. I didn't know cool. about that. I got rid of I the I never Wii. got to play that one. <laughs> yeah, that one had some pretty cool stuff in it. It had like it brought back bowling uh, with, I guess, more fine-tuned controls because you had that additional motion sensor on it. Um, so it was more like bowling in like real time. And it, detects, it detected more wrist movements and like how you were really holding it because it could identify like it was it was more than just like infrared so you could actually you know detect the controller a lot better so it, it made it a little bit different yeah and now looking at like you have games in vr like i know they have a few sports and sword fighting games in vr that was kind of the vr without just the the, the the goggles really yeah yeah you know in the isn't there a racing game for vr there's a couple i think gran turismo yeah. has support for it so I think yeah, that's going to be Gran good. Turismo, it, it did, the new one on the PS4, but they kind of went the, uh, it was more of a gimmick than anything. I think it was a 1v1 race with one other racer, Yeah. and it was uh, a set limit. I don't know if any game's done it. I know there are out there. I'm not I'm not super familiar with them, though. They need to bring back um, the ESPN 2K5 feature of first-person football and put it in VR. It's <laughs> oh a great boy. idea. First-person football. That was another thing I didn't mention about that game, but that was that was the only game to, I think, ever do that. Yeah, that really? was, you could see the inside of your helmet and actually had, like, your name across. So you were playing as, like, Donovan McNabb. It was, McNabb it was hard to McNabb. see. I mean, you couldn't really tell what was going on. Oh, you would have guessed. I mean, it was a neat mode. It was. Yeah, you yeah you had no idea what was going on. Then you'd get tackled, and then that'd be it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that was great. But it was cool, though. It was very ambitious. It just, that's, like, one of those concepts where you would think that they would have tried to kind of, I guess, enhance that or build upon Optimize it. Optimize yeah. and develop well, you it. Know, I think we were kind of robbed of it. You know, like we said, I mean, that game was so good and so far ahead of its time that it scared EA enough to buy the license. I mean, what if we got like a 2K10? I know. I mean, because 2K really started hitting their stride, I think, on some of their games right around that time. You know, that was when the, the 2K basketball games started to become kind of like mainstream like Madden was or is now rather. You know, we were kind of robbed of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Poor us. Dang it. I know. I know. It, it's it just, oh, it sucks. It, it sucks to and think it, what I could mean, be. It was a $20 price point, so everybody had the game. And I know that that was probably not going to continue. Like, if they did have a 2K7, they probably would have had to charge $50 for it. But, I mean, that was the other thing. You could buy that. That was better than Madden for less than half the price. Oh, was it that much money? Yeah. ESPN 2K5 was $20. What? Are you kidding? $20 brand new. Now, that's actually why I got it that year. But, again, I don't believe – like, I think that that was to try to get maybe, like, some market share or kind of cut into Madden. Cut into Madden. Oh, well, it must I'm have sure worked. they had another year. Uh, it would have been the $50 price point. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that because I got it for Christmas, so I had no idea. Like, I had no idea that that was the price point of that. 
course, I wasn't looking. <laughs> I just yeah. displayed whatever <laughs> came in the house. God, yeah, that's crazy. I never knew that. Yeah, you know, the funny thing is now is if you want to buy that game, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's too much money. I don't think it's one of those games where it's like $100, but it's probably close to full retail price 15 years later. Wow. That's that's pretty insane. It's a gym. It is a little needle in a haystack, and I'm telling you, these games, like, <laughs> I have a feeling it's just not going to get more creative unless there's a push, and that's what's really sad. I want these kind of games again. <laughs> I know. I just I think EA is always going to have that license. I don't know how much longer they have this. I think it goes, what, like four-year cycles or five-year cycles? I'm not even sure. Yeah, there was talks about, um, I feel like it ending like a short while ago, and I haven't heard anything since then. I don't know when they, if they resigned or when it's about to end now. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You know what, that also leads me um, to one like, okay, so <laughs> this is kind of irrelevant to sports in a way, but what would you guys classify, kind of like what you were saying earlier about people not classifying sports games as a game necessarily, there's like the separation per se, what do you guys think about like skateboard games and dirt bike games? I consider those sports. Like Tony Hawk, I think you could consider Tony Hawk a sports game. Because I mean, the skateboard. I mean, there are competitions. It's not as big as football, but mm. you know, and it's an activity that you do outside. And I, I don't know what you would consider them because usually they're put into a different category than like your shooter games and adventure games, quests. That is interesting. That is interesting. It, you make a very good point, and Tony Hawk I didn't have on my list, but funny enough, I yeah, I was very, very close. I had it on there, and I took it off. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, I think I had one or two on the N64, and I went through a skateboard phase. I thought I, I wanted to skateboard. Oh, yeah, me too. It wasn't, you know, from that game, uh, yeah. because that game was cool. I know. Tony I Hawk was cool. I loved those games so much. I remember I was like, they I'm going to have a skateboard. Yeah. I suck at skateboarding. I couldn't stay on. Well, I couldn't stop it. Yeah, Once I go. in Pro <laughs> Skater 2, or not Pro Skater 2, Pro Skater 3, you could be Darth Maul. What? Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, you could be Darth that. Maul with his lightsabers out. I never got to in, like experience it in, like I guess, its full glory because I had a really crappy computer that I played it on. So everyone was kind of like this like gray, untextured mess. Still a really fun game, great soundtrack. Um, but, yeah, you could be Darth Maul. And just like in Pro Skater 4, which me and Dakota actually were able to play at grade school for some reason they had that game on the on the max that were they had it on the max really weird i don't know why they had that but you could play as Django fett in that one i do you know what's funny i do remember you could play as Django fett yeah do you remember the the tony hawk game that you could actually design the park like the skate park that was awesome yeah yeah there was a yeah with like a lava pit two or three i can't remember which one allowed you to do that yeah there's like a lava pit and then like you you could customize the rail ramps and then like you could do all Mm. kinds of cool I don't know, just be different, you know? Yeah. Those games came out right when, like, I think the X Games, I don't know when the X Games started. I know they started in the 90s, but I don't know exactly when. But that was really kind of rode that that hype train a little bit yeah. of extreme sports. And, I, you know, I don't skateboard, but back then, and I didn't skateboard when I played that game, but that's what got me into it. You know, even now I can name skateboard tricks just from that game, you know, just from playing it. Yeah. Like Ollie's. I mean, that was a very impactful game. I didn't know the names of any of those skateboard tricks literally until I played that game. I was like, oh, that's what an Ollie is. Yeah. (laughs) That's what a kickflip is. This is what a grind is. Although, you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So when people say they're grinding, they're going up to a rail with a skateboard. Oh, that's what it is. 
<laughs> Hashtag grinding. <laughs> Those were great. That's a great games. mention, though, Kim. Tony Hawk. What? A, that's a. I had it on my list. I was very close, but. Yeah, that was gonna slip my mind because uh, I was thinking about that earlier when I was driving home from work. I'm like, oh, I want to mention Tony Hawk. I should write that down. And I was driving, so obviously I couldn't write it down. So. Well, that's another one too. <laughs> they tried to make again a few years ago, and they, they completely whiffed. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the same. I if they just revamped no, the wasn't. graphics. I know. Just make a remake. Yeah. Like, some of these. Just games, make a remake. That's it. Remaster yeah. it. I don't change anything. Yeah. Like, like, it was wonderful. You don't have to start from scratch. Just take all that other stuff and just like make the textures great. <laughs> like, come on. It doesn't have to be like a brand new game necessarily. It's been a long enough time. Just well, you know, it, it sucks too that Tony Hawk would have put his name on it. Not that he cares at this point, but you know, one thing I always remember is, do you remember the 50 Cent game that came out on the PS2? 50 Cent Bulletproof. Bulletproof, right? That game was awful. Awful. <laughs> that got destroyed <laughs> in reviews. I had it. I think Calvin even played it a few times. It was not a good game. Oh. Uh, but the funny thing is, is they had a sequel and 50 Cent, uh, you know, part of the deal of making the sequel was like, he's like, I'm not being in another bad game. Like, if you guys are going to make this, it's going to be good. <laughs> if you look up the reviews of the second 50 Cent game, it got rated very highly. It was actually a good game. Wow. So, like, I, I always think about that. Like, you know, if I made a game, would I just slap my name on there if my name meant anything? Or would I want to have, you know, some sort of, you know, somebody thought of my game, I wanted it to be good. I always... I always thought that was funny that, that he did that. That is pretty funny. Yeah. I didn't know that. I wouldn't want my name slapped on something and then not be good. I mean, it has to be good in some aspect. You know, like, there has to be something redeeming. Yeah, like, who would have thought that 50 Cent would have cared, but then Shaq just didn't? Oh, what? <laughs> 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 but, yeah, so, that's, that's a hard I, thing. You know, as as a joke, I was gonna come in with number one with Shaq Fu, but uh, <laughs> that game was impactful to me. Another SNES game, and uh, you know, this goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. I would say my taste in games wasn't that good because when I was a little kid, I thought that game was awesome. It wasn't until later in life I found out that game sucked. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we we definitely have to have an episode dedicated to some of the not so great games we played because. I mean, heck, when I got my systems, I didn't know it was good. Like, I had no idea. It's like, sure, that Hot Wheels game looks cool. You get it? It's not great, but... that That's the funny thing. There was no internet. It was just word of mouth, so we didn't know that these games were bad. You know, I would tell you, hey, man, I got this really awesome game. Like, you play as, like, an NBA player, and you're fighting a ninja <laughs> and a Catwoman, and, uh, you know, you fight in temples and pyramids, and then, oh, that game's actually Shaq-Fu. <laughs> <laughs> you know like i can make any game sound good oh my god that is hilarious back when uh i guess like there was actually like some sort of marketing team to slap on the best images they had onto the back of the cover like that's all you knew yeah you would look at the picture and if it was convincing enough that it was fun you would get it well, that's the thing the that's games exactly it. nothing they know like how. the box art <laughs> Like that's another funny one misleading titles what what games aren't anything like the actual game yeah i mean you could probably basically any atari game it's like wow there's a spaceman on here you open the game it's just like a cube barbie like, horse oh. adventure <laughs> it's a fix barbie Wait, horse there's adventure. an f-16 on the cover where's my plane <laughs> i thought i would ride the horse into places i found horses somewhat disappointed but <laughs> i guess it was okay <laughs> <laughs> Would you consider Barbie's horse riding adventures a sports game? 
No, it was more like a discovering game. I think it was more like a simulation. <laughs> it was, it was a walking in the woods simulation, and you'd find a pony. <laughs> oh man! Then you could and care for the Barbie. pony. Yeah, and your Barbie. There you go. What about the backyard sports games? What's the backyard back? sports games again? Were fantastic. Uh, you know, I played these on the PC, and the football game. I mean, it's almost like meme status at this point with the players from that game. Yeah. You know, you had like Pablo, who was a beast. <laughs> <laughs> What are we talking about? Backyard baseball? I've never heard it's of it. It's basically that. like little kids that I guess the were just kind of made up and then you had like your, you know, favorite athletes as little kids. Oh gosh, that's And great. you'd play in like a backyard. So for baseball, it would just be like a backyard and you'd have like a normal like backyard fence. If it goes past it, it's a home run. I would play something like that. Why don't I I know. They were considered really good, I think. They were. They had really good reception, and uh, I, you know, I don't know if you could still buy them. You could probably find a download. I, I don't know. I would imagine it. They may have versions that would run, but it's probably a game that would hold up because, again, that's that's one of the games where the gameplay was pretty solid, but it 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 can't really age per se because of the art style and just the style of game. Yeah, yeah. It's it seems like it's just kind of one of those games where like it's always gonna look like backyard baseball in a way. It's just, you know, just how it's made to look. And I was also thinking of another one, which I'm kind of surprised you didn't say. And that is NFL Street. NFL Street. Oh, again, this was I, I would put this right with Tony Hawk. I mean, if I had a top seven games, Tony Hawk and NFL Street is in there. NFL Street was a great series. That was like NFL big or no, it was EA big, right? They did those games. I think so. Yeah. It was a like a, a different subdivision of EA, and they were fantastic games. Again, arcadey, easy enough to pick up and play. They had the license, so you had actual players. Yeah, you had legends in there. You know, you could throw a pass, and one of the plays had one of the players like jumping off the wall. It was awesome. It was so well done, and it was so fun. It was, yeah. Me and Calvin played this game. I think a few times on the PS2. Yeah, I was terrible at it. I didn't really know what I was doing. No, it, it was a tough game. And this is another one where I'm surprised we haven't really gotten a remaster of. I know. Yeah. What's the deal with that? You know, now where you have Madden, the, you know, if you look at Ultimate Team where they kind of have like these ridiculous modes now where they have alternate rules and things like that, it just seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, why you not? You know, they put that game out and they put that game out for like, you know, 30 bucks. I'm buying it 100%. I buy it at 60 Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't had that. You know what? Why don't they have a surfing sport game? Why is that not a thing? There's literally surfing competitions in this world. Like, where are those? That'd probably be pretty interesting, actually. Nowadays, with our water yeah. graphics and stuff, and the things you could probably do, like different kinds of combos and stuff, at least like as a, I don't know, a generic game at least. I've never hmm. seen a surfing one, though, and you would think that... I don't know if there is one. I'm trying to think if it's, like, even a game within a game. Like, if it's in another game, you could surf, but I, I don't think so. I guess it just probably doesn't translate to video games too well, would be my guess. Yeah, I guess you'd kind of be a little limited. Like, with, with skateboard, you can kind of go to different skate parks and whatnot. But you could go to, like, Hawaii or off the coast yeah. of L.A. and Cali, man, and... Maybe, like, I don't know, there go There could be to... sharks in there. Yeah, fight off a shark or something. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, you know, a game, mode. they had a Wave Runner game on the N64. Yeah, that was, was a pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yep, it's I know exactly. It's pretty highly regarded. About. Yep. That's like the uh, jet ski game, right? 
The Jets, yeah, exactly. I had that game, and again, great game. Didn't make the list, but um, honorable yeah, mention. Really fun game and really unique. You don't have a wave runner game anymore with jet skis like racing. I guess the closest thing now would probably be Grand Theft Auto's boat races, which aren't very good. That's just crazy. Yeah, like a game within a game. That kind of fits as like a subdivision or like a subcategory, you know, that they're, they're able to fit in there. And that's what I was thinking, like a surfing game. I could see that being in like a Grand Theft Auto as like a mini game. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's odd because you would think that over time we've expanded the sports and different kinds of sports and have different games for the different sports. But instead we're like, nah, these stuck. So we're going to just keep going on with in the next series you know nfl we got football the baseball the you know we kept with certain games over time and didn't really expand more sports i mean snowboarding's always kind of been around but i don't yeah. really i don't really know any good snowboarding ones I i've mean, tried a couple i'm which were fun i'm upset that we don't have a real life um version of quidditch as a video game Oh gosh, no! <laughs> <The PVC laughs> Real life version, <laughs> yeah, with like the PVC pipe and the different. Uh, <laughs> Have your there's two teams. It's Harvard and yeah. uh, Yale. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! Great. The roster is just literally patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> now talking about the the snowboard game, I didn't mean to cut you off. I I wanted to say that joke. Um, I think there was Sean White ski, uh, snowboarding. You think so? I think so. Sean White had one, and there was also the SSX series, which I think was also EA Big. It was like part of that that type of game. That was actually, again, really highly regarded. It's got really good ratings. And, and you know, I, I had think, that on the PS2. Yeah, I think I've played one before. At least one of the most recent ones that have kind of come out. And honestly, they're pretty peaceful games, in my opinion. Like, it's really relaxing going down the hill in snow, even though you have trees to avoid. Oh, yeah. And, you got to do flips or you got to do the different courses like you know i always find it very relaxing yeah and the uh the genesis had the uh, winter olympics games complete garbage they did have the olympics games <laughs> it was so bad it was a pixel but they had it it was so bad like i think me and tj mentioned that before it's so awful and they had like the normal olympics too where it's like every game was just broken there was like a diving board one and it was like i guess for like the high jump or whatever like their high dive and it's like you only have three buttons and you're pressing them and the guy doesn't doing anything. So it's like, well, I've kind of run out of buttons to press. I don't know what to do. And then we would just turn would the game like off. Would you like to play again? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know. I, I, don't know what, I don't know what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> like, it was just so crappy. But that's the thing is some, some sports nowadays would not translate good to being video games because they're – honestly, I think their sport entirely is more aesthetic than it is – um, per se, I guess, competitive, I mm-hmm. would say. I know that's weird, but what I'm trying to say is something like gymnastics or cheerleading wouldn't translate well because you're you're judging them by the way they're precise with their steps and the look and fluidity and if everyone's doing their choreography correctly, where you're you know, it's like a dance game. You can yeah. only do so much, just like dance dance. What are you gonna yeah, do? A X B Y. A X B Y and hit it on the right spot. I feel like the best sports games like to play are most of the time the sports games that are good spectator sports that are fun to watch you know what i mean ones you get injured in ones you get hurt yeah ones that have you <laughs> physical know, con that are fun to watch <laughs> usually will translate to a good game to play i mean we could make a mean cheerleader squad like they just beat up each other throw pom-poms at each other we could you can like 
you know i mean heck we got dating simulators <laughs> why not yeah why not cheering simulators <laughs> where they go beat up each that other that used to be like the biggest argument in school it's like cheerleading is not a sport and then people would be like yes it is and it's like someone would be like it's a competition so there'd be like a whole bunch of crazy <laughs> like arguments it's a, about that it's a sport technically because there is I consider competition it a sport. But it's more of an like it's an a, a visual competition mm-hmm. per se. You're not. It's just different. Well, y- people always think sport yeah is athletic. Athletic doesn't necessarily mean it's a sport. You know, by definition. But I think that's the what people yeah. look at. Oh, that doesn't require. And I mean, gymnastics and cheerleading. You have to be athletic for sure. Look at the dudes on the sideline of the NCAA. Tell me I know. Yeah. In shape. Yeah. And you're it's more like you're putting on a performance per se, like a show, like you know, cheerleading. You're putting on the the best choreography it's very close to dance and even in gymnastics you have a dance choreography and with that to show off your flexibility and things like that it's just like a different realm in a way inside of sports because you have to be fit yeah you have to be athletic but you're not going to go tackle that person or kick a ball or maneuver or something like that per se. It's it's almost like a different realm on how people are judged. You're not judged for getting a ball into the net. You're judged on how well you do with your body per se. Mm-hmm. Like your steps, your movements. You know, it's almost like dance. It's almost, this, it's similar to that at least. Yeah. And it's, it's strange because, you know, it's always hard to put that into something besides <laughs> hurting someone's feelings because they don't want a subcategory. They just want to be called a sport, which is okay because yeah. you still have to be athletic. You know, I would even consider dance dancing, as long as it is a competition, a sport. Yeah, but it's I'd just say not so. as You're active big. and you're doing stuff. It's not as big. There's not, like, people rooting for a dance team against another team, per se. You know, ironically, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Olympic Games, not my favorite sports game not even close i think it's not yeah. a great game but that actually has some gymnastic um elements in it too mm-hmm. yeah it does that i always remember that game had a cool commercial but i never bought it i never played it yeah and that game has swimming it has um you know like you're jumping on like a trampoline doing tricks and stuff there's i mean there's a whole bunch of different things it's not the most enjoyable game to play unless you want to get tennis elbow so it's it's mm. really it's not it's not great. <laughs> I wouldn't that. recommend it. Would you know like cheerleading like as a sport though? I feel like that should be like a sub fun thing to do in an NFL game just because you wouldn't want to just play with the cheerleaders competing with each other cuz it would just be like a dance dance revolution which honestly in my opinion dance dance hasn't really done so hot. So it would probably be a really cool mini game, a feature of part mm. of football. Well, I think it would honest. add to the presentation. If I remember, I think ESPN did. ESPN have cheerleaders two K five. I know Madden. I think they I want to say did. did. I think they did. But I mean, you yeah, really certain games have had it. it. If anything, I think it just adds to the atmosphere of the game. I think so too. I think like you the should presentation. Be able to, yeah, like maybe you could like um, have like a custom like you know chore- choreography of like a celebration where the cheerleaders get involved or something. I mean, it'd be kind of cool. I think it would be funny and fun, and it still kind of involves them, but I know they would want their... Like, I'm not sure how bad they would want their own game, to be honest with you, because there's not really a lot of heat between the two cheerleaders. There's just a lot of drama, per se. It's no, just yeah, they, they, they're they just there, you know? Yeah. So you want to be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. <laughs> You're going to have to pull some hair and slap some. You know, it's it's like if there's even anything apply like that. <laughs> apply your makeup two hours before a game where, you know, it's just not, it's not the same. <laughs> Tell Jerry why you think you belong. 
No, come on. Well, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's not really a lot of competition, per se. Yeah. Like, it's hard to get there. It's hard to get that job, yes. But it's not, like, something drastic's happening. That's like, you, you go to work... And, you know, sure, you're there, you're like everyone else, but you're not punching your coworker and slamming the desk or tackling him. You <laughs> then, might be. And then your co- other coworkers are cheering you on versus the others. Yeah, you punch that man. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just not as exciting per se for, you know, the mass audience. But that would be very interesting. It would be. I would get that game. <laughs> <laughs> I would get it. I would just be curious. You know, I feel like that would really be like a great thing. And now some executive somewhere in some office is going to be listening to this and be like, yeah, we got one. We got one person that's going to buy it. (laughs) There's got to be more. If there's one, there's got to be more. Hey, that's one more person than than, than who bought head coach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, NFL head coach. What is that? What is that other sport that's in the Olympics? You guys, the shuffleboard thing that the shuffling. Yeah, I think that's actually in Mario and Sonic, the Olympic game. Like that's. That's entertaining in, like, certain games, but if it was just a game, I would never buy that. Yeah, that'd be a no. You know, it's it's the same effect. Oh, man. People that curl don't even like curling. <laughs> They're like, why are we doing this? Why this are like we cleaning good at the house. This? Yeah, why are we good at this? <laughs> oh, my God. I think they need to make a guard the pin dodgeball game. That's, that has to happen. <laughs> if I could get an adult game of guard the pin going, oh. Man, I would be <laughs> so happy. That's just an itch that hasn't been scratched in about 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my man. gosh. Well, guys, uh, I think uh, Kim's battery's about to run out. And, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting a little bit loopy now. Um, but this has been Game Opinions Episode 40. Dakota, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. And if, you know, if we can you know somehow work out in your busy schedule um between now and 2027 uh definitely let us know because we'd love to have you on the show again definitely. yeah have your people call my people <laughs> <laughs> and kim kim as always Yay. nice to have you on bye guys soon <laughs> and you guys can of course find this podcast on your favorite podcast app or at gamepinions.net while well, you can still go to gamepinions.net And, uh, yeah, you guys can leave us reviews. If you like it, share it with your friends. That would be great. Spread the word. So, anyway, until next time, keep on keeping on.